0: Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strengths maven over at eSogo and eSogoStrong.com, where you already know that relationships are hard, so make them easier with your strengths. And welcome to the eSogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on eSogo TV, you are learning to fuel family connection and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And today, you are joining us for episode 87, right toward the end of our season four interview series all about using strengths. Here, leaders, coaches, parents, spouses, regular people are talking about what happens in their lives when they truly begin using and harnessing the strongest things about them. It could be in their work or their marriages or their parenting and really beyond. And today's guest is Mark Wolf. And you know how certain organizations and brands just give you all the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> you like It's like you know what to expect and you pretty much always get that and then when you don't, they make it right. For me, Southwest Airlines is like that. So that's why I'm even more excited for you to meet today's guest. Mark is a senior instructor at Southwest Airlines University on the leadership and employee training team. He has over 25 ex- years of experience in HR and holds a dozen different certifications to help people learn and grow love their work and live lives that really make a difference. Today, Mark shares about what the strengths perspective and then specifically what the Clifton Strengths language did to help equip their teams and help take the edge off of difficult conversations that that just must be done when you are trying to be an effective leader. And Mark even leaves us with an inspiring quote from their founder, Herb Kelleher. So stick around to the end to be inspired in your own journey as well. Let's dive into this conversation with Mark. All right. Hello, Mark Wolf. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Becky, for having me today.
0: Oh, man, I'm excited uh, to get to explore a little bit with you about your strength story and just to have an opportunity for people to get to know who you are and what you're you're doing with your strengths um, in your life and your work and through your work with um, Southwest Airlines. And um, it's been a pleasure to kind of get to see what you guys are doing over the last couple of years. Um, I I think we met at last year's gallup summit summit yeah. Um, yeah yeah i was impressed with some of the questions that you were asking so i said who is that guy i'm gonna go talk to him and uh <laughs> i continue to be impressed so <laughs> <laughs> well
1: it, it has uh, definitely been a a great trip since uh that our our introduction a couple of years ago the summit really gave us a lot of great information to uh, apply for ourselves mm. um, Ourselves, if you will, and, and also in my role as a facilitator of leadership uh, training here at Southwest, being able to uh, put that application into practice with our leaders. Hmm.
0: Uh, amazing. Can't wait to hear a little bit more about that. First, I know everyone's dying to know a little bit about you, right? Like, who is Mark Wolf? What's your family like? What do you do for work? And then we'll just go from there.
1: Yeah, well, so this will be short and sweet. No.
0: Uh. <laughs> my name is Mark Wolf. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I am what we affectionately refer to as a boomerang here at Southwest Airlines. Uh, in other words, I was here for about 19 years, uh, and then I left for uh, six to do some organizational development work in, in healthcare, and then came back uh, four years ago to Southwest Airlines in, uh, in the role of, that I'm in today as a senior instructor on our leadership training team wow. here at Swall University and so that's me from a work perspective if, if you will and, and then married have a daughter who is uh, kind of out on her own as well at this time you know she has her career launched and and so forth and uh we uh, love getting to hear about what she's doing and, and and talk about you know some of her behaviors and team behaviors in mm. her business because she's in the <laughs> consulting world and, uh, and how, her, how strengths uh, might play in that as well, even on those great, fun occasions that most people are coming into to buy wedding dresses, so.
0: <laughs> you know what? That is a whole other avenue to explore that you just opened up to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might just have to go there sometime. <laughs> uh, cool, well, thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. Um, what is something that you're most proud of recently? In your life or your work
1: uh, well obviously very proud of, of my daughter mm-hmm. uh, I think any parent would probably tell you that, okay. that they proud of their kids and to be able to see them not just graduate but uh, head down a career path and not because then they're out of the house but because they <laughs> uh, right. have found something they're passionate about yeah. now uh, you know it's kind of what we're talking about right with strengths is uh, finding your passion the things that come natural to you and, and, and head down that path so I'm very proud of her. Uh, I'm also uh, very thankful for the opportunity uh, that I had in serving the military, uh, uh-huh. even though I'm, I'm sure at the time, uh, wasn't uh, what I thought was gonna be some of my greatest moments, but uh, it was a great opportunity to uh, uh, contribute and, and see places that I don't think I would have ever been. And uh, so, uh, Proud of those two things, especially.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you're going to have to tell me what branch did you serve in?
1: Okay, so I'll tell you that I was in the U.S. Army. Okay. Uh, th- that's where I served, but I did not work for them after I got out of my advanced individual training. I worked for the Air Force twice and the Navy once. Okay. And, and you're.
0: You're cr- cross-pollinated. So who do you who do you root for? Go army or go navy?
1: Oh uh, yeah. I, I, well, I have a colleague on my team here at Southwest, and he's Navy, and we we constantly <laughs> uh, raz each other because yes, I do root for the army.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have to talk about that later too. Okay. <laughs> oh, fun. Well, yes, I, I thank you for your service, and um, we. I, You're definitely something to be proud of, and uh, and. For us to appreciate and i definitely do so very good well one of the other things we've been doing on these interviews is we have been opening up this little dare to dialogue card deck which is just a conversation card deck that um my team and i came up with that just helps spark meaningful conversation not necessarily strengths finder oriented but strengths oriented strengths based conversations so that as we ask the question, we might be able to link some of those things back to our strengths. So what I'm gonna do, is I'm going to randomly select a question for the two of us to answer. Um, Okay, so here we go. Hopefully, this is a good one for you. Um, I'm
1: sure it will be.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my is, positivity coming out. Yeah, that's right. You don't even have to answer the question before you know who, how this is impacting impacted by your strengths. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what is your first reaction when you hear disappointing news?
1: Well, I, I mean, obviously, human nature would tell us that we're we're going to be discouraged, disappointed, frustrated, whatever the degree of that is. Uh, but then I, I guess throw my positivity. Yeah, can- <laughs> yeah, not so much a silver lining out of it, but yeah. what can we learn from it? Hmm. So I, I think that's one of the things that I love about uh, Southwest Airlines is, is that we have an environment where we encourage people to, uh, uh, we don't say go out and make a mistake, what we do say is don't be afraid to make mistakes mm. and, and that that we can learn from it, we can learn together from it, and that's the includer in me, uh, <laughs> that, but that we learn together from that and so that we don't make the same mistake and no one else has to make that mistake. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, I, I can't say 100% of the time, Becky, that, yeah, that's how I deal <laughs> with it. But I will say, you know, uh, probably 95 97% of the time in Southwest, it's not so much the disappointing piece that I try to focus on as what do we learn here? Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. last part, You know, she told me many, many years ago, not to date myself, but many years ago, she, she said, you know, when you stop learning, then you're, you're probably going to be dying. Hmm. And so you always learning and cause it's the one thing people can't take away from
0: That's right.
1: is what you learn. And, and so I, it's that's how I kind of approach disappointment. Is okay. Well, what can I learn from this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be discouraged. I'm I'm human. I might be frustrated, but what I learn from it.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that. You know, I have high learner, so that t- really speaks to me. I mean, that even that whole quote about if you're not learning, you're starting to die. I mean, like that's that's a learn- <laughs> that's a, a learner's mantra, pretty much, right? Like we live and breathe that stuff. Um, I think for me, my first reaction. I've been trying to change my first reaction over time. I think that's one of these like growth areas for me. I'm high a ar- high achiever, high arranger, like very much want to get things done if the things on the list are not getting done or there's something disappointing that kind of disrupts those things or even more dramatically, something actually life-changingly disappointing. Um, I tend to just, I'm, like you said, it's like that discouragement, frustration, uh, really has a lot to do with, oh my gosh, now I'm not, I'm not gonna get all these things done. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I thought I was going to but I also have high connectedness and I just feel like I've been trying to teach myself to let that come to the forefront in disappointing news to say uh, very similar to positivity like it, we, We're we not gonna like paint this rose-colored, but what can we do to say? How, how do we see the how do we see this impacting? What then changes in the future and what might be good that could come that could come of it? So so yeah. it's a growth area, but it's also something I've really been working on, and it's it's fun to be able to have a different reaction to disappointing news.
1: Yeah, one of the things I'll tell leaders in our classes is there there is a reason why those public servants who are EMTs, EMS, and and, and, and you know our police and so forth, there's a reason why they're called first responders mm. and reactors. Uh, and 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 I think that's you know you know whether they have learner input, is using all that knowledge, uh, whether the responsibility, that's my number one uh, arranger, whatever that is to accomplish, you know, that achiever, or even from an activator getting it started. Hmm.
0: uh, I
1: think, you know, what can we learn from what we just did and what we just experienced, and, and that helps us grow.
0: Yeah, yep, indeed. All right, I've kind of feel like let's just be done. I mean, with we, we, we've been now this, like, insightful conversation. I feel good. And I'm sure everyone else listening does too. So no, just kidding. But um thank you. I appreciate that. Meaningful conversation to me is one of the things that gets me going. So thanks for going there <laughs> right away. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, before we jump into your, your strength story, what it looks like to have discovered your strengths and how that might have impacted parts of your life, why don't you just tell us what your top five strengths are?
1: Sure. Uh, responsibility, as I mentioned, is, is my number one. Includer is number two. Uh, positivity, three. Arranger, four. And my number five is belief.
0: All right. Very cool. Yes, I think we've seen all those things come through in your conversation already so far, right? We can't help (laughs) it, can we? They are natural. That's right. All right, so when you first came across the strengths perspective, the strengths concept, um, what problems were you looking to solve or encountering, or maybe even just what were you thinking about most at the time?
1: Becky, I think the biggest thing was, how do we help others? Mm -hmm. And I know that's like my includer coming out here but uh, that's kind of my, my mindset my function our teams function here yeah. at Swan University and and how do we help others and and yes there are a lot of tools out there as we all know and, right. and South Airlines for years has, has used myers-briggs as a tool as an assessment yep. and and it's a great tool uh, you, you get pretty much you know depending on what your four-letter type is everybody gets the same uh, report right. for that for Type. And, uh,
0: like and when I right? yeah.
1: do the strengths and seeing that you get your report mm-hmm. that is you know from from you know everyone else, uh, what an eye opener that was of, mm-hmm. of how it could not only help me make sure I'm uh, focusing on whether that's projects or different classes that we might be able to get assigned that could be beneficial to to for me and my learning and my growth, but also for my team mm-hmm. and Were the people who we're going to be facilitating with, and 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 so it really just taking a different mindset, I think, with with our skill sets, Uh, understanding a little bit much or a little bit deeper dive into who we are and and why we naturally do things that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so when when you came across uh, the Strengths Finder in particular, sounds like you'd already been. trying to understand each other, trying to understand human behavior, what, 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 did you have like a certain sticking point that you or your team were kind of getting stuck on that strengths, that understanding your specific talents was able to help you kind of jump over or attack in a different way?
1: Yeah, I, I think it, when because there's five of us on our team as far as facilitators, I think it really helped each of us understand w- how the other person shows up. so kind of that mindset of appreciating others right. and what they bring. you know the, the gentleman I to- was telling you about that we raise each other Army Navy. Right. Uh, he actually share the, the same number 34 uh. Uh, lesser. Uh, and, and so we can joke about that. However, we know what we know what each of us naturally can bring. And how to play off of that uh, when we're co-facilitating in the classroom? Mm. How do we play off of uh, that? Includer and in me? How do we play off of of, of his? He his number one is uh, empathy, mm. and and how how those might actually show up in the classroom. Uh, so it really just gave us a lot more insight on how we can tap into each other with yeah. a small five. Uh, when we're trying to support a, a team of, or an organization of 60,000-plus of people.
0: So you guys all kind of took StrengthsFinder. You started to realize, hey, this could help us uh, partner better. This could help us resolve conflict, give good feedback. I'm sure that that process wasn't like an overnight wasn't like an overnight thing, but what did that process look like? <laughs> uh,
1: well, it, it's a it's a learning curve, right, with anything. Yeah. Yeah. When you are introduced to, in this case, StrengthsFinder, uh, you know, you everybody, I say everybody, most people get excited about something new, hmm. uh, concept, a new tool, uh, a new uh, introspective look at ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, and you get excited about it, which then. Most of the time, at least for our team, we, we get very eager to dig a little deeper. Right, right. And, and then, and part of that digging deeper is so that we, we understand ourselves better. But then we can actually share that in our classrooms with the leaders who are in there. That hey, here's here's how we use strengths because you know you give people tools, you give the, our leaders tools, but the the important part of that is how can they go and apply it they can't walk out with the knowledge of application then we're really wasting our time right. and so if we can share examples of how we apply it hmm. and, and what we try to do we well, on our team when this situation or this conflict happened here's how the direction we took the conversation sounded like this because we were leaning into our strengths mm-hmm. uh, versus just kind of shying away from the the issue and 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 so being able to share some of those examples yeah. uh, our learning and the, our introduction uh, I think it gives people the, the the confidence and at least it gives them an, an environment of knowing that, okay, I'm probably going to make some mistakes along the way in these conversations. However, I, if I'm leaning in with that positive intent, as, as uh, Gallup tells us, then yeah. uh, we're going to be able to talk through it.
0: Are there any specific examples that come to your mind of either in your own team or other leaders that you've been training or you said this where you can kind of just share what what exactly happened what did you do how did you use that language to kind of influence some of your um, conversations or conflicts or frustrations
1: yeah so responsibility as I mentioned is is my number one Uh, and I I want to be you know I think most people want to be responsible. Uh, I, I think that's just a, a, a natural thing that people are inclined to do. And, and I take, a I take responsibility sometimes a little too far mm. uh, from a standpoint of, I, I have a problem. I would say of saying no sometimes because mm. I want to make sure we take care of our customers. Yeah. And, and, and so really having some conversations with my leaders and my one-on-ones uh, uh, about Okay, I know we need to take care of these items, whether it's a, a couple training classes or an intact assignment with a leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there needs to be that balance. And so they help me with that balance in my responsibility mm-hmm. uh, through our discussion that it, it's okay to Mark to say no at this offering because you need the balance and you're still responsible However, we can get someone else to, to cover that, and and that's that's a hard one for me yeah. with having responsibility uh, and and a ranger and uh, right. right there in that belief. How do
0: make this happen? Right, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, who says there's only twenty four hours on day? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that, that really they they hold me accountable. Hmm. Or not allowing my responsibility to uh, be in, in a negative way impactful on that work life—not um, mm. necessarily balanced, but right. just uh, just understanding where where you're better better served and, and where the teams better served, and, and that sometimes you have to say no to a customer at least for that date, but maybe at a later time.
0: Yeah, uh, had you ever tried to have a conversation like this with some of your leaders before you had the strengths perspective, or was this kind of like a blind spot, or you tried and you didn't have the language, or how did that go?
1: Well, I think it is. I, I don't necessarily believe it, that it's a blind spot because I knew <laughs> I was doing You're it. Like, too much.
0: I had my eyes wide <laughs> open. <laughs>
1: But it's good when you can actually put language to it right, right. And, and and then you know your leaders are using the same language with right. you so that makes it more palatable yeah. <laughs> uh, easier to digest that okay get your responsibility out of the way here uh, believe that you know that whether you know that happens next week or that happens two months from now uh, we can still have a, a, an impact on the customer yeah uh, and so they really helped me with with that piece of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well and I instead of going to them and saying this is this is so much I'm saying yes to so many things. I don't really know why. I just have this like I just feel Uh, I'm compelled to do so. Uh, You can all look at it in terms of strength. So you don't have to worry. I would imagine that they're going to see it as this negative thing, but rather, I mean, it sounds like they're very supportive. Like, yeah, you have this awesome talent and we still think you're responsible, even though you haven't taken on these other five things and they'll get done and, you know, all all those things. But it's like, it's, Flips the conversation so you don't have to be as concerned or as fearful. It sounds like uh, of what they're going to think, because they're starting to reframe their minds in terms of this is a strength of yours. So let's figure out how we can use it best, and not like make Mark feel like he has you know the weight of the world on his shoulders.
1: Well, and and my number six adaptability truly helps with all of that (laughs) Uh, because uh, I'm I can adapt to that type of conversation when I know we're talking. From the same foundation, uh, I can just as well as I can adapt to, okay, well, it is going to be a 14 hour day. Um, you know, that's, that's fine. If that's what we need to do, that's what we need to do. Yeah. So when you have the conversation in a common language, then it, it's easier to uh, accept.
0: Yeah. Definitely. What do you, When you kind of step back and you look at everything that you, you and your team have been doing over the past several years, um, what, what do you think has been the biggest overall change that you've seen either in your team or the leaders that you're working with or the organization in general? I don't want to
1: necessarily say it's our biggest overall change. Okay. One of them <laughs> But yeah, you know, one of the things that I do see is and it's more what I'd hear
0: yeah. than see
1: uh. is that common vernacular, if you will, the, the language of, of themes, the language thrown out. Well, okay, now I'm gonna come through, I'm gonna use my analytical strength yeah. here or I'm gonna uh, here's this is my empathy talking or you know things like that. Uh, Because then you can immediately think, okay, now what would, you know, okay, analytical is going to approach it from that whole thinking strategically. And, and, and if that's, you know, obviously that's not my top five. Uh, So how do I need to really listen to their approach? Because that's not what comes natural to me. And, and, and so I think that's been a huge help to hear someone share a theme or share a a signature, Mm. whether that's a signature for theme, Donna theme, and, and, and then kind of you know, take a step back or at least pause for a second and say, all right, so what are the things they like and how those differ from what, how I might approach it and what can I learn here? Uh, not just because learner's my number 10, but what what can we learn? Uh, and it doesn't have to be because it's a theme of yours. It's what, what, am I not, what am I not? What do I not know? What am I not asking? You know what's what can I gather here that I don't think about?
0: Yeah, and and it's it's like an immediate shortcut to that type of mindset. Like it's a totally different mindset than you know, coming as somebody high in analytical coming at you with a bunch of data or a bunch of questions, and you just have a a different lens to be able to process that with and in a really short way instead of being like oh wow I just got data dumped on where did that come from and why do they feel compelled to share all that it's like you immediately say ah okay now you're this is your lens this is your perspective I see why you're asking these questions yeah I guess I maybe should have a little bit more skepticism as I'm you know thinking about this what else do you see versus this like oh my goodness what just happened here yeah. And, and
1: I think there's so much uh, crossover, if you will, for lack of a better term, Becky, that, you know, when we're delivering a class, you, you, you mentioned a mindset. Uh, mm. We actually offer kind of a, 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 a class called mindset based off of Barbara Dwecks book and, and so forth uh, for our leaders to understand that whole difference between growth and fixed mindset and, mm-hmm. and how strength really plays into that and then you know we have our own class of, of solving problems and making decisions mm-hmm. uh, using those continuous improvements Six Sigma type of tools and yep. and and again how different you have different tools well you have different themes that can get you to the same outcome, and, uh, and to really seeing the parallels and the crossover of, of the themes and how they're used by people uh, and and how they play into uh, more than just, you know, Gallup's courses, but uh, yeah. many of courses that, that we deliver.
0: Right, right, because every one of – I, I say the same thing about leadership. We've been talking about leadership a lot recently. It's like you're not ever going to be – if you try to em, emulate – Lincoln, or you know uh, Jack Welch, or you know some some of these like great these iconic leaders, it, it just might not be your best way of leading, right? Like it's you can't just you can't be your most effective leader by just copying somebody else, and you can't have the best mindset or best quality by just copying what somebody else's one two three four five steps are there's probably a framework and concepts and a foundation but then how do you then apply it how do your talents then color that for you and and allow you to get to the a growth mindset from a perspective that makes sense to you and not one that's like okay yeah I gotta have a growth mindset that's you know like no it actually it gives you, like unleashes your your ability to get to some of these places that you're Trying to help them get
1: to, yeah. You know, you mentioned some of those great leaders. I, I obviously, and I'm biased here, but uh, our, our founder Herb Kelleher. Yeah. You know, he had a great quote. Now, I mean, he had many a great quotes. but yeah. <laughs> a Quote that truly sparks what what we're talking about when we talk about strengths, and, and he said, "If you're crazy enough to do what you love for a living, then you're bound to create a life that matters." Wow. I mean. Quote speaks strengths. Yeah. I mean, he, he simplified it to to that, yeah. uh, and long before we ever had strengths here at Southwest Airlines, right. he was speaking strengths. Yeah,
0: yeah. yes, uh, very cool. So uh, I kind of drawing from all this personal experience, um, what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can kind of resonate with where you were? Maybe they're an HR professional. um, Maybe they've kind of explored other tools before um, and, you know, are thinking about the StrengthsFinder or have done it and haven't really seen an impact of it. Um, From your own personal experience, what encouragement or advice would you give to that person that can resonate with you?
1: Well, I, you know, there are a lot of resources out there, such as your podcast, uh, <laughs> to, learn from others, uh, to, to learn from others. I mean, mm. uh, and, but tr- I would encourage people to be very intentional in their conversations, whether it's with a spouse, whether it's with the child, uh, whether it's with a peer, mm. uh, a friend. Be very intentional at speaking the language. It, it's kind of like when you, uh. Uh, you learn any type of language or, right. or learn any new trade. It, you you have to practice it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. Uh, I, I always joked with my, my parents and grandparents when when I, when I was in college. I said, "You lied to me." And <laughs> they said, "What?" I said, what? <laughs> "You said this whole concept of practice makes perfect." Uh, <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. "I have come to find out. You know, we know it all when we're in college, right?" Of course. Uh, but I've come to find out that uh, we're messy, fallible creatures. Wow. We we humans. And, and practice doesn't necessarily make perfect, but when you practice it and you're intentional at practicing it, practice will make permanent in the way you do it. Mm. So that's why I say be intentional with what you're trying to achieve. Don't just go out and say, well, let me just say this, but what is it that, what do I hope to gain out of this conversation or this interaction? What do I want to try? not to try everything at once don't try to bring five of your uh themes into a single conversation but what's one thing i want to work on in this conversation Mm. and be intentional about that and then you know if you have a chance to get some feedback or reflect on it then do that and then try it again and 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 practice it a different way and 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 before you move on to the next one or the next one as far as your themes and, and being intentional with so i think the biggest thing is you have to be intentional uh, whether you're learning, whether you're practicing something, but you have to have in mind, what is it that I'm trying to practice?
0: Hmm.
1: Because just go out, well, I'm going to practice the strings today. Yeah. And what do you hope to get out of it? Well, yeah. And what, what are you really going
0: to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We better have that answer
1: in our mind before we go out and practice it. Hmm. Uh, because I think sometimes you, you give people, you know, that was, we were very intentional at Southwest Airlines at, when we started and strengths here that we were only giving people their top five right because just like with goals you know you don't set 1034 goals in a year because right. you know you're not going to get them accomplished but you try to set two to three maybe five
0: yeah uh,
1: because you can get there uh, in a year's time well the same thing here we started with just your top five
0: yeah
1: uh, but you got to work on those and those should be the ones that come most natural to you right And if you you do that in an intentional way, then when you get the rest of your list, then it'll be a a little, you'll be better set up to be more intentional with those because you've Mm -hmm. been purposeful with those top five.
0: Yeah. And understanding, understanding those things that come most naturally to you allows you then to unlock some of access to some of those other dominant themes or lesser themes um, when the time comes.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, what you're saying really reminds me of um, what Don Clifton said. He I, he's he's said to have said. So let's just let's just go out there. He's said to have said from people that have told me <laughs> um, <laughs> that you can spend your entire life just focusing on one of your top five strengths or one of your strengths. Um, and you know, if you take that intentionality that you're talking about and apply it. Just say, you know what, if you're overwhelmed by five, just take one and just see how that can, that plays out in your life. Look for clues. And then I just, I love what you're saying about conversation. Like look how it plays out in your conversation, what it makes you want to jump in and say naturally, what reactions it makes you want to have. Um, and if you can be intentional about that one thing and asking some of those specific questions, um, you really are going to, Achieve some of that impact that you that you've been talking about. That um, you're going to understand each other better. You're going to understand it yourself better. You're going to be able to communicate more effectively. You're going to be able to take a load off, a burden off that you didn't even know you were carrying or why you were carrying it, um, all because you understand who you are through the the best things that uh, about you and are able to kind of tweak and make some changes as a result. Yeah, yeah, yeah most
1: certainly.
0: Very cool. Well. Thank you, Mark. Is there anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, I thank you for the opportunity to uh, have a little discussion here today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for making the time to do that and um, look forward to uh, everyone being able to hear your story and how the Strengths Perspective has impacted your life, your work, and then, um, of course, all of us are going to be looking out to see uh, what happens at Southwest Airlines as you guys continue to integrate this the Strengths Perspective. I can't imagine your team's... Um, uh, being even more effective than they already are, I'm a loyal Southwest. I just paid a hundred dollars more to not fly Delta. So let's just let's just <laughs> uh, let's just say that out loud. <laughs> we, we, we thank you very much, Becky. <laughs> uh, but I just I can't um I can't even emphasize enough how uh how powerful it is as a consumer to see an organization like yours um, investing into their employees saying we care about our people um, and, and following exactly as Herb Kelleher said, you know, the business of is business people and uh, investing into your own people. And it just oozes out into people like us who get to ex- uh, get to ex- experience your service on the other end.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, obviously we're starting at our leadership um,
0: yeah.
1: at levels right now. And, and so it, it's probably going to be five or so years before we were able to get out to the frontline employees. So So don't
0: ask your flight attendant their top five strengths. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Don't look on the airplane and say, so what's your top five? They're like, what? (laughs) Like, Mark said you guys were doing this. (laughs) Aren't those the only people that run an an airline? (laughs) Uh no it's uh, uh the future is bright and it might it takes lots of little steps to get there but i'm um, looking forward to seeing that that journey unfold for you guys and um and your role in it specifically and i'm so glad that you were able to share your story today and we're willing to do that with us
1: well, you're welcome becky and i look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you before next year's uh, gallup summit but if not then definitely at the gallup summit yeah that's year. right
0: <laughs> sounds wonderful thanks mark to be intentional. That is really where success comes from, isn't it? Even from the very beginning, Mark and his own team set out to be intentional in their own journeys. So that then they could give something of great application value, not just another tool, but something that could really be used by their leaders at their training to make their jobs easier and serve their teams. I really, I just, I can't wait to see what's in store for Southwest. I'm such a fan. <laughs> If you want to connect more with Mark Wolf, you can do that over on LinkedIn and be sure to spell Wolf with an E W O L F E. And just like Mark, you can be a part of creating thriving lives, families, workplaces across the entire world. Because when you are the one who's orienting your mind around what's strong about you and around the people that's around you, great things happen. And you know, also, could you help this message spread? You know, if you believe in the strengths perspective or part of you was impacted by this interview with Mark today, would you head over to iTunes and leave a rating? That's the thing with the stars. And then if you feel inspired, a short review would be very helpful there as well. So thanks so much in advance for that. And really, ultimately, I'm just glad that you were here today to hear how others have fueled significant changes in their lives by focusing in on their strengths and i hope that you join me for more next time on isoko tv